Okay. I'm waiting for this to happen. There you go. Uh, I wanted to play simply having a wonderful Christmas time for an <laughs> intro, but that's not working either. It is what it is. Okay. We are live. Let me take this off. What is going on? No intro today. This is the best intro, the rawest intro you can have, the most authentic intro you can have here on America Unplugged. Hope everybody's doing well. What's going on? Mr. Tony Arterburn is here, um, but um, he's out in the desert somewhere being cool. So he may or may not pop in. Uh, I think he will pop in at some point. Um, he was here just a minute ago, um, but uh, he may he may be back. Mr. Don Jeffries, the legendary, though, he is here. Say what's up to the people, sir. Oh, glad to be here. And I, I think if we can cover it, there's another good topic that uh, who just brought it up here. Felix, Felix in the chat room. I, I meant to think of that. Uh, apparently, when uh, I don't know if you heard of this or not, but uh, Biden and Xi Ping apparently met in San Francisco or something. And uh, the oh. homeless, the people crapping on the streets, all gone. Of course, I mean, miraculously clean. They can, so you can do it when you want. You know, we used to tell our kids, see, you can, if you really are motivated, you can clean your room up. You can do this. But so they, they did. So that's, that's nice to know that it took Xi Ping over here. Cause we, we had to impress him. <laughs> so uh, I, I will tell you, Xi Jinping doesn't put up with that bullshit. No, he he's like, no, I'm not going. If there's crap on the street, you better clean that up. Second. I do want to say, and I want to stress, and I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me, but I feel like I am right about this, or at least I'm on that road to being right. I've been to San Francisco twice in the past three years, okay? It's not as bad as they're making it out to be. Then again, I live in the hood, so I'm used to seeing stuff like this, right? <laughs> I'm used to it. Right. But there there are some areas where they're bad. Right. That, that, that there's a lot of homelessness. There's tents and there is stuff like that. But there's some people, some places in San Francisco that are beautiful. It is a charming city. I think what's going on here is is this this methodical and, and purposeful uh, uh, division that's been been created by the right and the left. Right. And and it's got us within the country pointing at other parts of the country and saying, look at that. They're run by Democrats. That's why it looks like that. That's why this is happening. And you've never freaking been to San Francisco, <laughs> you know, nine times out of 10. Like, like, I mean, you know, and yeah, you're going to see some things in big cities that you don't see in rural areas. That's 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 normal. And it's always been this way, no matter who's in office. Can we take care of it? Absolutely. But it's not a, a, a Democrat Republican thing. It is a, a people thing, right? That, that needs to be taken care of. And just because New York and San Francisco and Chicago and the major cities in the United States, right, are, are function differently. And you see some things like, yeah, like Charlie Robinson came here, right? And he was talking about for, for free world, the free world conference. And he was talking about that. He saw somebody shooting up heroin. Maybe you don't see anybody shooting up heroin around you or, or wherever you're living because there's no one there. I don't know. But over here, you will see that. Doesn't mean the city's falling apart at the seams, right? You're going to see a lot of, uh, of, um, of uh, rats. Rats are disgusting. I have two cats to, to prevent any mouse, mouse from coming in my home because I hate them, okay? There's a lot of them out here. Right. It doesn't mean the city's falling apart at the seams. OK, it means that this place is dirty and it's always been dirty, but it's still freaking New York. You still come to Times Square, you're going to be like, holy crap. There's the Empire State Building. That's World Trade Center one. Even though World Trade Center one isn't what the what the Twin Towers used to be. It's still incredibly impressive. You know, like it, it's an incredible skyline. It's a beautiful city with beautiful people. San Francisco is much the same. You know, I, I go over there and I see that and I, I was like, oh, my God, like I got to see the, the full house um, houses, the, the one, for, you know, that you remember the sitcom Full House in the, in the 80s or whatever, the early 90s. Um, the houses were there and it's beautiful, you know, or where Jimi Hendrix uh, lived at one point. It's dope. There's a lot of really cool things in San Francisco. So I don't want people to be blinded by that and say, well, I would never go there. Why, why won't you go? And it's, it's our country. Right. Go and experience the country and don't let this this uh, 
this political divide get in the way of it? It's the way I would look at it. That's, I don't know. All right. I'm getting off my my soapbox. I'm introducing Chris Grace. What's up, sir? If you're going to San Francisco, Ooh. I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. I, I, I was supposed to be uh, broadcasting to the land down under, but that got uh, kind of screwed up. I was going to be pimping freeworld.fm, right. um, but that's no one's fault. Time difference. So uh, hopefully next week. And uh, I'm doing good and uh, always love being here with you guys. Fantastic, brother. We, we got the sultry sounds of Chris Graves today, bro. <laughs> Normally, we have to pay for something like that. Felix Caraballo in the chat. It is 11-11. We should talk about that. I love it. I love that it's 11-11. Today, I got 11-11 on 11-11. It's, it's fantastic. I, I, I love it. And I, I always, you know, uh, say a quick prayer and get, get a, you know, um, thank the Lord for any time I see it. it. You guys should do the same. Just me. Um, okay. Mr. Tony Arderburn is here, I think. I see him. What's up, sir? He's there, but I can't hear him. I can't hear you, Tony. Paratruthers mm-hmm. unite. <laughs> Strong, and he's even stronger and, and more silent than usual. Right, right. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, man, let's do this. We got we got a couple of things to, to talk about. Um, I did say we would go two hours today. For some reason, we're still not able to stream on Free World uh, uh, with this today. Um, even though Don streamed yesterday, we had a little bit of issues with that. William Ramsey's was on live and it went flawlessly. Wayne McCroy went on live and it went flawlessly. Um, so that's good. Jimmy Jean was on live last night. Um, so hopefully by next week, we get the majority of the people streaming. Please go over there and check it out, man. There's a lot. Yeah, of by, by the end of the month, I'll I'll have everything smoothed out. Cool. Fantastic. There he is. There he is. There's the guy. What's up, sir? How you doing? Well, it's great to finally be here, even though I was here an hour ago and we still couldn't get the uh, internet connection on any any type of platform. So I finally just came in through my phone. Um, so thank you, thank you, AT and T. Thank you, AT and T. And we'll talk about a little bit of, of our text messages and our private phone calls uh, being not, not private. Right? And we know this. There is no reasonable expectation of privacy. But now they're just coming out and telling you that they own all your stuff and that anything that you've texted and anything that you've spoken of is owned by someone. They, and it's not private. They have it and they can do whatever they want with it. We'll talk a little bit about that. All right. Um, but before we get into that, we've got plenty to talk about today. I do want to talk about... Um, this article that came out in Drudge, I do want to talk about that. And, and I want to talk about the new uh, AI CEO, Mika, uh, the, the world's first robot CEO. So you, you thought it was only blue collar jobs that would be affected. No, no, no. It's everything. Everybody, every, everybody okay. will be left unemployed for the most part. <laughs> and uh, a lot of people will have to fall back on that universal basic income. Right. And uh, a, a lot of people are going to say, oh, I would never take that. Oh, let, let's see when 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 there's no income and there's no food on your table, what what, uh, you know, uh, choices you have and to do what you're going to do with. I think what we need to start doing is planning in spite of that. Right. And, and, and uh, looking at it as as a possible reality and what we're going to do to combat that once we're in. it. Uh, that's just me again. All right. Let's let's talk about this article on Drudge. It says, is anything still true on the Internet? No one knows anymore. And I wanted to talk about that, even though it may not be in 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 the in the body of the article. But the the, the title itself lends itself to the alternative media heart. Right. Because, I mean, th- there are many people in the alternative media that think uh, that Joe Biden isn't real. And there's evidence for it, you know, you know, and you can you can sit there and be like, damn, you know, well, here's why I think this guy is not real and lay out a rational explanation as to why you think he's dead. And and there's a, a guy walking around or a clone or whatever. Right. How many times have we been lied to that uh, the Queen of England was somewhere and she really wasn't? She was in her fucking living room or something, you know, so we don't know what's real anymore. And the thing is, it's only going to get worse. This is not going to get better, right? We're not going to somehow be able to decode this. No, this is going to get worse. Reality is going to get even more mucky, right? Even more hard to decipher. 
as time goes on. Because now, they, I mean, they can literally create videos with Chris Graves and say, hey, that's Chris Graves. And it's not. That is Chris Graves. At least I think it is. I'm pretty sure it is about 90, 95, 99%. That is Chris Graves. <laughs> we're, still getting the, we're still getting the bugs out, Billy. Right, right, right. That, that neural link, it's still, it's still, you know, we're still figuring it out. But, but anyway, Don, what do you think, man? Is is anything still real? Like, what, <laughs> how, how do we know? You know, how, how do yeah. we know? Well, yeah, but, but the, the headline leads me to believe it's a typical um, stab at, at any alternative media. And because and, people say this all the time when they're talking about Alex Jones or anybody else and how they're wrong on some things, how ridiculous. I said, look, man, on their worst day, any of us on our worst day is more credible than any mainstream journalist because mm. you know they're lying. You're not sure about the alt media. Yeah, some of the stuff is ridiculous <laughs> and out there, and they have their agendas. But we know you turn on NBC, CBS, ABC, uh, CNN, and now that Tucker's gone, definitely Fox. Uh, mm. All of it. It's all lies. I mean, they're 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 because the state is uh, is absolutely corrupt and it is an authoritarian monstrosity. I don't know what Nazis were like or communists were like, but they could have been worse than this. They don't believe in free speech. They're jailing people for thought. You have people. I, I still watch. Uh, <clears throat> Chris knows about this. But maybe I'll write that book on the on the injustice system. But I still do research on these uh, on these shows and just to look at how people are sentenced. And I compare them like to the J J six people and people like that. And it's it's or the guy that criticized Hillary Clinton. What did he get? Seven years recently because he made a joke about Hillary Clinton. And I, I'm looking at some of these people that literally. Uh, this this woman uh, murdered her mother. There was no doubt she murdered. She stabbed her 79 times. She was given 20 years Damn. or two years longer than the leader of the Oath Keepers. I mean, this it, it, this system makes so this is the people, the journalists that are shilling for this. They're defending this monstrosity of a system and it's indefensible. So whoever it is, the, the flat earthers, the Holocaust deniers, we never went to the moon, all of it. Uh, Joe Biden's not real. Oh, yeah, you're going to get some of that stuff. But there are there are truth sneaks through shows like this. You know, hopefully we're not chilling for anybody and people get another side here that they're not getting any anywhere else. But when they people do that, because the, the idea is behind that headline yeah. is the inference that we need an FCC for the oh. Internet. Yes, That's what they want. They can't stand right. the fact that yeah. people like us can jump on a stream yard link and just sit there and there's nobody, there's no producer in our ear telling us what, Hey, you can't say that. Hmm. Like they did the, you know, uh, <clears throat> Jason Whitlock. If you watch that show, I, I've been propping it up and it's been de defanged since he, you know, since that Mr. Horowitz came on a show from the blaze and, and lectured him about Israel. And now he's, he's not talking about the same stuff. He got rid of his best contributor, Royce white. And so you can see how this, you know, so something like the Blaze considered alternative. Well, it's not that alternative. No, nah, man. It's Glenn Beck is, yeah, yeah, Glenn Beck is, you know, you, I don't know, controlled opposition, but they only go up to a certain point. Certainly when you touch Israel, and we, this touches on what we saw. I forgot to bring that up. One, I think one of the biggest stories this week is uh, Rashida Tlaib, who, uh, you know, was, was censured by Congress for anti-Semitic remarks. That's absolutely ridiculous. And it's just, and again, the same right that is uh, rightly upset about them censoring the right wing and, and, and Donald Trump for all his ridiculous stuff. But uh, Rashida Tlaib, I mean, why are they censoring her? And I read her remarks. They were very sensible. They were, they, there was nothing. They misrepresented him just like they misrepresented a lot of the right wing stuff to make it racist, whatever. They misrepresented this to try to make her sound like she wanted to wipe Israel out. And that's not the impression I got at all. So that's that's the kind of thing we get. And that's the system that is criticizing the internet because it's only on the internet. I doubt, I don't know, but I, I doubt anybody on, on the networks that defended Rashida Tlaib where they would normally defend her about anything if she just said her usual, you know, anti-right white stuff, but they're not defending her on this. So that's, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I agree the, the internet is, but that's, that's the beauty of it because it's not, there's no FCC. Yeah. You're going to get some stuff in there that, uh, that they can easily make fun of. Uh, look at what they're saying. There's a Biden clone in the White House or you know, the uh, back when crisisactors.org, you had that, was it Dallas Goldbug? That was, you know, he was saying everybody, you know, basically everybody was everybody else. And there was the same actor playing 10 different parts and stuff. And it was ridiculous, but that's what you get. It's, it's That's what liberty is. You know, what liberty is, and I'm sure Tony can appreciate that. So when you eliminate, you know, no turn left on leading greens, 
Mm -hmm. uh, you, you lose something because you don't think the people can be trusted not to run into another car. And it's the same kind of thing. So you, you, you don't trust people to be able to, to sift through information on the internet. Instead, you'll give you the SEC controlled stuff, the pablum that restricts the parameters of debate. So it's very, very narrative, very, very narrow. So you can either, okay, maybe you can be pro-choice or pro-life or something like that on, on abortion, or you can, you know, there is no war and peace because it's all war all the time. So I, I, I don't like hearing that headline because I know what it means. They, they want to crack down as if they haven't cracked down enough by censoring so many people, canceling from social media, but they want to go further. They want an FCC. And that would mean the end for shows like this, for Substack, where I write, the only place I'm not shadow banned. They can't stand the fact that an average person can get out there and either talk or write unfiltered material and give people who are interested a completely different perspective than they're going to get anywhere on those controlled television networks. Oh, you, you bring up a lot of really good points, man, that um, I didn't I went straight to to the AI. Right. That's what I was thinking and how how everything is yeah. produced now. Everything can be created. Everything can be duplicated. Right. And and nobody's the wiser. Right. Nobody knows that. Nobody really knows the difference. Right. Like uh, deep fakes and all this other stuff. That's what I was thinking. But also you, you make a really good point, man. Uh headlines like this will only serve to continue to censor and 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 it will bring about a, a need for an authority uh on what's real and what's fake you know I, I, I say a need um in this is the way they're gonna frame it right and and uh and they are going to be the ones that are going to tell us what we should believe and what we should not believe and and that doesn't exist now. And this is why, uh, and and I think it's good. I think we should be able to make up our own minds. But this is why I think uh, Michael Flynn and and Steve Bannon uh, were instrumental in the mind war, right? And, and especially sure. Michael Flynn, that piece of shit. Yeah. And, and and this is why uh, uh, things like QAnon took hold. And yeah. this is why uh, we went uh, to and and I say we as a people, right, went to the Capitol on January sixth. And this is why some people, some people, a small fraction of those people broke into the White House, right? It be because it, it serves their purpose ultimately. It serves what they want, and they're going to continue to censor because of this bad information, this this disinformation, this fake news, right? That that is being put out there, um, uh, and it it only serves uh, to. Uh, to be detrimental to us because we can't make up our own minds and we don't know any better. So we well, it, it's, it, it's, it's just, it's just like everything else. So going back to labor unions, labor right. unions were necessary because of the corruption of the executives and they weren't paying workers enough. But as soon as they got in that time, it wasn't really the government, but you had the mafia that infiltrated them. Right. So they corrupted them to some degree. So it was easy for it. Or JFK got his big and RFK got their start, you know, with the McClellan committee talking mm -hmm. about organizing Jimmy Hoffa and all that stuff. So they infiltrate that. And, and we know I talked about the hidden history uh, with the, every group from the Black Panthers to the KKK. Right. They infiltrate any kind of group that's dissident. If, if, if it starts, I don't know if any of those groups start out honest, but some of them do probably. But as soon as they do, they infiltrate them and they twist them. That's what happened with January 6th. That wasn't really a that wasn't a group. That was really people all over the country that came there, but they knew they were coming. And so they sent their, they're never going to let anything like that happen. They're always going to have undercover assets. That's why you never forget the Black Lives Matters marches the first. That guy was still never arrested, the cop. We know that. And they knew the name of the guy who broke the first window in the first demonstration. They never arrested him. Nobody, they stopped talking about him because, and that's why he was there. He was there. It's always the first one that throws a Molotov cocktail or anything. It's always an undercover asset because that's what triggers people because people are followers. And so they could, so something like the internet, it was inevitable. They're going to get, so you're talking about Steve Bannon or people like that. I mean, how, whoever believes, whatever people are real or legitimate or not, I don't know, but, but they're going to have people that are going to infiltrate because we obviously know there's a real alt movement as a MAGA movement and right. all that. There are people that, that believe that, that something is wrong. Right. So of course you're going to get your undercover assets in there. You're going to get them in there and you're going to try to turn them in a different direction. Certainly you're going to try to try to turn them in on a question like uh, Palestine and Israel, where, you know, a real MAGA movement 
would would not be. I mean, you might argue they would just be. We don't want to get involved at all. They might. They don't have to be pro-Palestinian necessarily, but they wouldn't be stand with Israel. And we need to. That that's not a MAGA position. That's not a America first position. But some people serve to get in there. And they twist it, the blaze, people like that. They turn it in that direction. And that's that's how they made it. It's very hard to start a, a grassroots movement because they they get involved with anything. And they, you know, obviously they're all involved with the internet. Right. Absolutely. Um, um Chris, we're coming to you and we're going to tone. Um Derek Linderman in the Rockfin chat says, Wow, now now he's saying that San Francisco isn't that bad. Uh, dude, have you ever left this country? You know, uh, go, go go down to South America, go down to Central America, go down to Mexico and then come talk to me. OK, uh, uh, about about uh, the conditions over in San Francisco. And I'm not saying the, the conditions in San Francisco are ideal. You are going to find areas in that place that will scare the crap out of you and you should not walk at night. But that is the norm is what I am saying. You know, it, it's not anything new. Right. It, it might have gotten somewhat worse because poverty is worse. Right. And, 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 and money is worse. But but that that's nothing. And then again, you got to you got to realize my perspective of where I'm from and what I've seen. Right. And, and so I go over there and I, I see the beauty in it rather than the, the, the slums. And I went to the slums. I saw the slums. Right. But I also saw the beauty. Like, I, I just don't want to discount everything and saying, wow, you know, oh, San Francisco, I don't want to go there. You know, no, no, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. California is beautiful. There's a lot of beautiful spots in California. It's just that there, there, there are some bad parts, too. And that's just the reality of where we live. But compared to freaking Mexico, all right, compared to Honduras, right, you know, compared to Venezuela and some parts over there, man, I mean, it's just it's, it's night and day. So please, before you pass judgment, just uh, try to try to look at the perspective and, and, and maybe uh, you know, f fix your, your perception just a little bit. All right, Chris Graves, what's up, buddy? Question everything. Um, yeah, I agree with you with the AI and everything, but it goes back to even before AI or maybe AI was being implemented even during the times I'm going to mention. And in the past, this would get me, uh, this would give me a lot of hate online, but just studying these false flags, uh, impossible false flags over the years, a couple of decades now when don mentioned that you know there's a possible crisis actors there was a woman that was being interviewed at the boston bombing yeah. at the watertown shootout of the boston <laughs> bomber the sarnev the youngest brother before the cops ran over the older brother which yeah was reported on and uh, people talked about it in this area in boston anyway also was filmed at Sandy Hook, giving interviews, and it was for CNN. Hmm. And Pete Santilli, I don't know what you, um, what anyone makes of Pete Santilli. He uh, he reported on it around that time, 2013, 2012. And I'm telling you, it was the same woman. And I go back to the Harley Davidson guy from 9/11, who had the whole destruction of the World Trade Center and the whole reason for it within. Uh, an hour of the destruction of the towers and he's given Fox news uh, an exclusive about how uh, it was just the jet fuel weak in the steel. And uh, he's sitting there wearing like a, you know, classy hat like this and a, and a Harley Davidson t-shirt or whatever. Like uh, he's, you know, John Q public or something. So I've been questioning uh, all these things. And then you, if you, they're going to utilize AI technology and I, I, I I'm, I'd have to assume, and I know we're not supposed to assume, but I figure that's probably into, been implemented, you know, since, uh, you know, the technology with Hollywood, like Terminator 2, CGI, you know, uh, turning Robert Patrick into, uh, you know, a metal, a liquid metal cop or whatever, um, as, since the early 90s. So going back to the, uh, you know, it's just another article to question them to basically censor like everyone was saying kind of like the pizzagate thing and sandy hook you know right. just questioning yeah. things yeah. it's set up to oh uh you're into the reptilian thing you know the <laughs> earth is flat i don't know if these things i, I don't know i don't really have an opinion on either you one can't say that you can't say <laughs> that you know we went to the moon there was a coca-cola bottle that now you're going too far yeah yeah <laughs> not far enough what do you think anyway. you have free speech 
<laughs> yeah. So I quite like Mr. Jeffries usually always says question everything. Um, I don't trust anything. And I know that doesn't sound like a healthy way to, to be, but it is a healthy way to be because we have always been lied to from the dawn of uh, time from the people that control us. Well, and, and the, the thing about trust everything is you have people, uh, most people I've found most human beings are, uh, they're less, I, I tend to be more trusting of people in my everyday life. I, I, I just give them the benefit of the doubt, but a lot of people aren't like that. They're way more likely to be suspicious of everyone they know or anybody that comes around rather than these institutions, but yeah. they'll trust this stuff. Right. Uh, turn it around, man. Trust, trust, you know, trust all this. Uh, you're, you're being lied to constantly. Why would you ever think that they're telling you the truth about anything? And the other thing is uh, one last thing here that just crossed my mind. A lot of the times with the uh, AI te technology, which I believe goes way back, because usually what the rule of thumb is that, you know, they have whoever they are, have the technology 20, 30, 50 years advanced from what the public knows about even. If you look at a lot of these patsies or, uh, you know, fall guys or whatever, uh, and then they try to make a trail about, you know, I'm not going to name names of certain ones, but, you know, they'll, it seems like they, they'll make videos of them doing act, certain activities that incriminate them in the public mind. I, without a doubt, think um, AI technology was used to create some of those uh, incriminating, you know, pieces of film or video. Going back to even Zapruder film, which I know I'm going to get attacked about, about that. Clear alterations, even going back to 1963. So, yeah. There you go, Tony. Are you there? I am here. Uh, although, since you are my handler, I was waiting for your text message to come in on what I'm supposed to say. <laughs> I, I sent it already. Then you know, just it's take just a look. The, the, I'm sorry, folks. He, he usually tells me what to say, but I, the connection's slow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, about a year ago, uh, the White House, the executive branch, put out a, a memorandum uh, to other agencies inside the uh, defense apparatus. Uh, and surrounding communities to ask them what psyops they were running because no one knew which ones were going on simultaneously. There were so many. <laughs> now, it, this kind of goes back to uh, the concept of the noble lie with Plato, you know, Plato's Republic, the noble lie and building a society built on a myth and the mythos itself of, you know, they had like different classes. They called it the myth of the metals. Certain people would be bronze. Certain people would be silver. Certain people would be gold. Then you'd have the, the 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 system that would create a, a you know the the philosopher king, you know all that. So this is this is comrade very communistic comrade Plato stuff, and this this filters into the concept that the elites rule by today, and that's the noble lie. Except we're talking about noble lies, and I think you're seeing multiple lies at the same time. They may not even be able to keep up with it. Different factions lying to each other, but there is only one universal truth. I mean, you might be able to take two people with opposing views. They both take a lie detector test, both pass and both be wrong. And that's where we are today. Uh, it's hard to find out what is real. Right. And that's why I, shows like this and what we do, you know, regardless of the jokes about who's a handler and we're, you know, mm -hmm. somebody's a controlled opposition shill or so, I can guarantee you all of us are just real. We're just, we're showing up asking questions. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's what you need to do. Like, it's the Socratic method of asking questions, really getting to the heart of the matter and, and not being so fast to, um, to jump on a bandwagon. Like, yeah. especially right now in a time of war, it's a, there's the fog of war, there's all that confusion. The first casualty of it is the truth. And that's where we are right now. It's a, it's, this is only going to accelerate. And we're, they're using these events, these trigger events to create division and to put people in these, you know, their uh, prescribed camps so they can use that to pit each other, put, put each other against each other. I think that's what this is all about. So we, we have to remain somewhat calm and, and thoughtful and not be so quick to to be judgmental or to take sides in something until you right. until you've done your research because that especially with ai but you know again solzhenitsyn said live not by lies when you accept the lie you become part of the lie 
Damn. Now it's even worse if you don't even know you're in a lie. (laughs) You know, that that's, that's where you really find the danger in all of this. And so I, I would say, uh, think twice, think maybe think three times before you uh, make up your mind on what uh, what you perceive to be. Or not, never, never stop thinking. Right. Never, never stop thinking. Not twice, three times. How about never stop? Because we're never yeah. going to in, in, in the, I don't think this lifetime was designed for us to get to the ultimate truth. I think this lifetime was designed for a journey. Right. And and attempting to get there while not actually reaching it, because I don't I don't know if humans have the capacity to figure it out to be honest. But uh, but we can try our best to get there, right? And we have to continue to question and, and not buy what anybody says, really. You know, you just just be ready to change your mind. Uh, 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 and uh, it, it sounds uh, crazy, I guess, but it's, it's, it's just the way it is. We have to be ready to change our minds because we got to realize that we don't know anything at all, really. And, and that's just it. You know, um, wise words, Tony and, uh, and Kat Goya in the chat, says uh you know wishing you a a, a good veterans day you know um our, our boy mr tony arterburn that that's uh our veteran all of you are our veterans whomever uh went to war you know whoever served in in the military it's something i could never do well i guess i could Neither. do it if i was forced to do it but i don't want to do it so i didn't um but uh everybody else man it, I, nothing but respect right the biggest respect uh, for anybody that went there for whatever reasons you went there, you still did it. You know, <laughs> there's some courage to that, you know? Um, and, uh, and, uh, so Tony, we, we, you know, you, you know, we love, you, you know, we thank you for it, but, uh, the, the audience is, uh, is, uh, is giving you your props. I also think Jason Barker is, is a, is a veteran too, right? Uh, unless I'm mistaken. No, he's uh, army. And, uh, yeah. Angus Mustang, too. Angus, wow, Angus, and Angus is a quality human being, bro. Like, I mean, all three of these guys, right? Like, I mean, just incredible people. Uh, so, I mean, uh, thank you, thank you all thank for you. your service. Go ahead, uh, Tone, say something in regards to it to the people. Well, I just appreciate all the kind words. Um, you you learn a lot serving in the U.S. military, especially if you're a combat veteran. And uh, anybody who knows me, listens to my shows, knows that I'm vehemently anti-war. Um, much like in the tradition of, of Smedley Butler, uh, war is a racket. Um, I do respect the warrior class. Yeah. I think that's a high calling. Uh, and I think it's our responsibility to point out uh, the unjust foreign policy and the unjust wars that our warrior class is forced to fight in. Right. We should, we should uh, reverse that course. Agreed 100%. And Tony, I cut you off when you were about to um, explain about Jason Barker, uh, who another veteran. Um, and Jason's an Army veteran. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's, he's retired Army. He's, yeah. he's stayed in a lot longer than I did. And, well, good uh, guy. Good guy, too. Yeah, Army. really, really good guy. Smart guy. Right. All incredible people, man. Um, all right, Don, let's let's go to your uh, the story you wanted to talk about uh, about the text messages. And if you want to share your screen, let me know. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see if it, if I can get it up here. Hold on a second. We'll talk about that. Share. I want to talk about the AI CEO, Mika. She 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 is the thumbnail for our show today. If you want to go take a look. Can you guys see that? <laughs> can you see that uh, on there? Court rules. Yeah, lawmakers no, can, can record and intercept on Okay. Uh, so again, I just thought this is incredible because uh, how, how, but, and it goes to what uh, I talk about all the time, judicial review. Uh, you talk about left and right, both the left and right. Most people don't know what the hell the judicial review is, but this is how they usurped the checks and balances between the three branches of government. The beauty of our system was to have three separate and equal branches. However, early on under John Marshall, the first chief justice of the Supreme Court, it goes back to Thomas Jefferson, who was the, the last person to be talking about judicial review, I think, until me, really. I mean, I mean, he, he, was, he was incensed about it because they just usurped it. They immediately took on the role of, a, hey, all constitutional questions are going to be decided in a courtroom. So here you have this. Where some federal judge who's not elect, you know, we're not electing some federal judge. Some federal judge, he just rules that automakers can record and intercept owner text messages. I don't know what the reason for the, to me, that seems like it violates privacy. They were trying to have a class action lawsuit, but there you go. So that's what we, so you want to go into, you see these decisions that are made in courtrooms. So you have uh, proposition 187 or whatever back in California, when it would have done a long thing, gone a long way to solving the problem with illegal immigration, where back then they did what I've always said to do, 
just tie it, citizenship status to government benefits. You, there'll be self-deportations. If people come here and they can't get any government benefits, unless they're legal, they're, why would they stay? So that's all. The, and the people voted overwhelmingly in the California back then. And some federal judge who went to a federal judge, he threw it out and said, no, you can't have it. And that's happened to other propositions, early efforts to legalize marijuana and things like that. So here you have this where some federal judges decides that, that uh, so you should feel confident. I wouldn't buy any new cars, not that you, most people could afford them anyhow, but yeah. uh, you don't want them to be able to, why an automaker would ever need to, I mean, maybe you could get a court order if it was like a serial killer fleeing or something, but maybe you could probably argue that. But uh, uh, I don't know what this is, but I, so I think that's a, a, you know, it was an interesting story. It's very troubling, but it's, that's the way things are going these days. It fits right in. Are no. they trying, are they trying to use it as a, oh, we want to make sure that uh, they were you know, in a, a deadly auto accident. Oh, they weren't, you know, texting somebody at the time. Are they trying to, I, I, I don't, I don't think they're, uh, I don't think they even uh, oh, really okay. uh, gave their explanation for it. I don't think they said why we need to do this. The judge just said they can do it. And it uh, fits right in with what, uh, I don't know if we, did we, no, we didn't talk about that, but there's another story recently where they have uh Supposedly, they're going to be making uh, cars, I guess, with AI where they can uh, they could possibly shut down your car. The AI could if they don't like the way you're driving, if they think you're driving recklessly. So, you know, this is this it's all going in one direction and it's the wrong direction. No, I, I totally agree, man. Right. And and it's going to get to a point. And I, I was on uh, with. um with Poikinen, with Steve Poikinen. AM Wake Up. On AM Wake Up. Mm -hmm. And I kind of spoke about this. It's, it's going to get to a point where no one, and I know we've said it all the time, but I don't know if we really understand what's coming down. Right? We say, oh, well, you'll own nothing and, and you'll like it. You really will. You really will own nothing. And <laughs> we may not like it. Right? But other generations, they won't know any better. Right. And, and there'll be few people that are that will realize just like us here today that are really, hey, something's off. Somebody's going to do it over there. Right. And maybe it'll be a revolutionary type. Right. Maybe it'll be Neo from the Matrix that will figure this out and bring it all down. Right. But but most people will just be like something's off and they'll scream into the wilderness and not be heard by 99 percent of the population that don't know any different. And you really won't own anything. So there won't be you driving a car. That people will not know how to drive no. anymore. It, it just won't be a thing. A car will show up and take you to where you need to go, and then you will leave, and that's it. And when you need to go somewhere else, another car will show up and take you there. Remember, these are the fifteen-minute cities, right? So more or less. But even if you want to travel somewhere else, that's how it's going to be. Yeah, yeah, that's how it's going to be. We're, we're not going to own these things anymore. Somebody will. It just won't be the people. Anyway, uh, Tony, what's up? Did I get to you on this, Chris? You spoke on this, right? No, you guys pretty much covered it. Yeah. Right, let me let me get Tony, and then I'll come back to you. What's up, Tony? Well, this is an extension of the automated futures you're discussing, where you're going to own nothing and you're going to be happy. Right. Uh, per the edicts of Klaus Schwab. Um, but this is <laughs> this is just a, another example of where, you know, Elon Musk said that we're already androids we're already <laughs> our phones and our phones we're already merging phones and i think what he's what this is about is the merger of all the tech that makes mobility possible right. that makes freedom possible and putting that above you see it's linking it's linking your phone it's linking your messages it's linking all your apps to this vehicle which the vehicle sees the, the phone as more important than you are. Actually, the, not just an extension of you, but you itself. You, right, right. That's, in my opinion, what this is. This is the, what the future looks like, where you have these, uh, these apps and sites and things you must register with and things you must pay for in order to be validated. It kind of tracks back to the one world currency and uh, central bank digital currency all of that, like these are things that are fusing together. that are just slowly being implemented in a, a, a dragnet, really just pulling us into this dystopian future where mm -hmm. everything is linked and it's not uh, decompartmentalized. It's very much centralized. I totally agree, brother. Uh, Chris Graves, what's up? 
Just remember Michael Hastings when it comes to the, <laughs> That's you know, right. When it comes to the vehicles and then messing mm -hmm. around with it and being able to do whatever they want with it and plausible deniability apparently, you know. Just remember Michael Hastings, look it up. Very weird. That's all I got to yes. say about that one. I I started reading the book that he wrote and yeah. I, I never I never finished it. But I remember and I, I'm going to go back. You know, I, I still have it. Um, I remember him coming across some very suspicious name. You yeah. Know? And I was like, how did, you know, and I didn't know anything about Michael Hastings until he died. Right. Yeah. yeah no. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, and so, I mean, this might have been par for the course, I guess, but, but th there's some names that come up and you're like, good Lord, like what, what, what's well, well, you forgot. And I, I wrote, I wrote about this in the hidden history as much as I could at the time and uh, it, about the same. And these were, I included uh, both Andrew Hastings and Andrew Breitbart on the yeah. Obama, the Obama body count, which was pretty impressive. Uh, you know, certainly, and uh, you know, he's he's he did pretty good. You know, uh, there were pretty many people that died specifically then, but Hastings was more important just because this was like a film. He went out in classic conspiratorial style. He sends emails out to everybody, say, "Hey, I'm going to lay low. I'm going off grid. I'm working on a really big story." Boom, and then he then he then he runs his car in, in, into a tree at like 800 miles an hour or something like that. Or his then, engine goes like yeah, all engine. the way down. I've been to that spot in California. Yeah. It's creepy. And never forget, I'm sure you remember this, Chris. Never forget, and I don't know what it means, the but neighbor, again, the neighbor? no. Well, the the, the rabbi, yeah, the rabbi, and in, in in complete rabbi garb at what four in the morning or something, yeah. comes out and starts. Uh, trying to put the fire out with a hose and and the fire department takes their time to get there. It's like, what I don't know what that means, but that's not normal. No, I know symbolically what it means, but, and then of course his wife uh, ends up being just like family members, whether it's um, uh, what's the guy, Seth rich and all these other people were resented people talking about it. I mean, I was, I don't know if she got paid off or what, but she certainly didn't ask the questions I would be asking. His, wife, was, his wife wouldn't talk to me and she wouldn't talk to you. No, yeah, she that's just, right. yeah, it's, and we're just lucky that, uh, you know, she doesn't charge us with harassment. And that's why, again, these, you know, the Alex Jones trial is so troubling because in the future, right. if people like you or I try to contact somebody like that, yeah, you're harassing them. They yeah. can prosecute us. Right, we're just right, trying right. to find out what's going on. But so, yeah, very, very troubling uh, incident. And, uh, it, 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 it's, you know, clearly he was uh, not, and Rolling Stone didn't stand behind him. And Rolling Stone had no interest at all. That was their journalist. They had zero interest. Hey, maybe our reporter was knocked off. Nope, nothing. He, just that, he told his he told people in the text messages and phone calls that the feds were on him and he was trying to shake them, kind of mm -hmm. like shades of Terrence Eakey of Oklahoma City. You yeah. know, and, yeah. and um, it's it's uh, and I'm not saying that this gentleman had anything to do with it because I don't know, but Stanley McChrystal comes up, you know, and then it's like, good lord. Right. <laughs> what's, what's going on here? And St Stanley McChrystal has ties with Michael Flynn. Yep. And, and and they're they're tied in with the QAnon operation. Uh it's it's a whole freaking thing. Um, so I mean it, it's just I was just like, good lord. Like I you know, I gotta go back and, and finish that book. Um and, and maybe I'll have uh you know further insight on it. But it's it's interesting but to it, but it, it isn't, but it's also a place to why this this left-right paradigm is fake. Hastings was of the left. Right. And he died specifically, but at the same time, almost the exact same time, Andrew Breitbart on the right goes out almost the same way. He says, Hey, man, I, you know, because all this stuff about o Obama and the birthers and, you know, what, what was he real? And all, he could, Hey, man, I've got it. Yeah, I've got videotape. videotape of this of, of Obama at Harvard. It's going to shatter all the myths, going to answer all the questions. And then he drops dead at age 40 or something in the yeah, street man. the next day. And then for good measure, the coroner, the coroner dies yeah. suspiciously afterwards. The main witness disappears for a while, goes <laughs> off the grid. They can't find it's like, what who's writing this? And then what happens? The tape comes out. I saw the tape, and it is beyond bizarre. It is, it, I mean, it doesn't, I don't know what it proves, but it oh, supposedly young Obama is speaking at Harvard. However, the only I've never seen a speech recorded before where ver, the camera's virtually never on the speaker. Yeah, you hear him. Yeah. yeah, but, but and, 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 so, and they just go pan around the crowd. I think it was that guy, Robert Gates or something, some black yeah. radical that he was defending. But so it's on him a lot. But and it goes to Obama quickly a few times here or there. But again, it plays into the hands of people saying this guy doesn't have a past. 
you know, nobody remembered him at Harvard. Well, why is he making a speech at Harvard? And, and this couldn't have been what Andrew Breitbart was talking about. Not at but all. again, it's a, and Breitbart, of course, his organization is, you know, pretty much controlled, you know, typical right wing stuff. But uh, so those, those two people dying at almost the same time and from the left and the right, both one far left, one far right. And, you know, no questions asked about any. I don't know what Breitbart's family is. My, my guess is they probably have the same uh, feelings towards uh, questioning things as Hastings family does. Uh, Steve Bannon had a lot to do with, uh, you know, he, he took. Yes, he came from there. Yes. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and, and he let it up at, at one point. So it, it is what it is. Tony, what are your thoughts, man? <laughs> Dangerous to question the power structure. Seriously. Um, <laughs> you know, you, you get it like Gary Webb, you know, uh, he was yeah. tons of accolades and he was always praised until he got on the wrong story. <laughs> you know, and still, you, until you start looking at the, the, the dark covert operations to sell crack to the inner city so you can fund your <laughs> your uh, your killing sprees overseas, you know, with the alphabet agency. And, you know, then you end up uh, killing yourself by shooting yourself twice in the head, stuff like that. Yeah. All right. And there again, his family thinks he did it. His family thinks he ki- they shot himself twice in the head. It's like, I, I don't know. What, what can you say? So Kirk Cobain had uh, four other uh, shotgun shells in the in the in the shotgun because he he didn't know if he was going to miss or not you know hey um um courtney love had absolutely nothing to do with that no she's very <laughs> innocent she's not in epstein's black book i assure you no. she had, she had and the guy the guy who accused her of being involved what was his name chris he, he died very suspiciously El Duce, El Duce, yes. he, he smooched a train a freight train yes, uh, yes. riverside california yeah of course very, very nice all right Here's our, our new AI CEO, the first ever. Her name is Mika. Uh, becomes the world's first AI human-like robot CEO. I haven't seen this clip, uh, so we will watch it together. How long is this clip? It's long. We may not play the whole thing. Let's see. I used to spend so much time creating invoices. And then I used to spend a lot of time creating invoices, too. They need to replace that guy. The morning buzz. President Joe Biden unveiling a new executive order on artificial intelligence yesterday. It requires companies to share national security risks with the federal government and to protect Americans from the potential risks of AI. And while many workers are worried AI is going to take their job one day, one company is handing over the CEO role. Guess what? It's also taking her job very quickly. To a robot. Fox Business's Lauren Simonetti has got this one for us. Okay. Imagine working <laughs> with a robot, having cobots as your co-workers, cobots. but working <laughs> for a robot? What the company out of Europe is doing. My favorite thing to do is to hang out with my human friends and watch them try to keep up with my AI awesomeness. Meet Micah. She's a robot boss. A research project between Hanson Robotics and Polish rum maker Dictador, who customized Micah to represent the company and its values. What work do you do? No, no problem here. I, I don't see any problem with this whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> the first billion dollar collection equipped with advanced artificial and machine learning algorithms. I can swiftly and accurately make data-driven decisions. Mm. That might take a while. There's a significant delay in the time it takes for Micah to interpret and answer your question. But it's not only about speed and ability, it's also about sentience. I feel very strongly that um, that we need uh, to teach AI uh, to care about people, for AI to be real. This guy is a fucking fool. I'm sorry. There's no other way around this. There's there's no other way around it. Man. This is incredible for him to even say something like that, man. Um, go ahead, Don. What's up? What are you thinking? Well, first of all, I, I uh, <clears throat> she looks kind of like a, one of the sex robots too. It seems like I mean, I don't know what the difference is between <laughs> yeah. that. That would be my first thought if I was a young incel. I'd say, well, okay, they made the sex bots really, uh, really uh, realistic. But uh, so I don't know what the difference is between that. But uh, I, you know, I I thought I always used to joke that uh, <clears throat> the reason that uh, the elite love illegal immigration is because you'll never see anything like an illegal immigrant CEO. Mm. And I, I would love to see one because I mean, I, I pretty sure you could get somebody that just crossed the border to 
maybe do, uh, you know, be a CEO for $50,000 a year, probably instead of 50 million. But uh, so you well, save the company. A job too. Yeah, and, and certainly we put more hours in and work harder could, because you go, I can't believe they're paying me $50,000 for this. It's incredible. <laughs> you know, I had to work on so many roofs to do this. But, just, <laughs> um, but you never see that. But I, I don't I don't really know what the, the AI thing is unless, you know, you have powerful forces behind that figurehead that are actually getting the money because what the hell, I mean, are they going to pay the the AI? I've heard people say, should you tip AI people? It's like, what? This is, this is beyond science fiction, but uh, I, I don't know what to say looking at it other than that. I said that the fir- my first thought was it looks like the sex bots that I've seen and because uh, they made her very attractive, I guess, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know why they had to do that, but uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's interesting, but um, this is the way we're going. And, and like Billy Ray alluded to, you know, if you've seen iRobot and, tons of other films uh this you know it doesn't go well i mean you think they, they just read science fiction and then read it that, that this is that but this seems to be what they want we want to give them freedom <laughs> we want them to be able to understand human emotion <laughs> fuck out of here bro what the hell is wrong with what the hell is wrong with people yeah. uh, christopher mincy in the chat <clears throat> i've never seen that name before. what's up christopher how you doing welcome to america john connor 2024 make America human again. I am with that. Let's do that. Let's make shirts. I, I, I love that. Yeka in the chat. Yeka, you got to come on America Unplugged when you get a chance, man. And the CEO bot had to be a woman boss, babe. Absolutely, right? Had mm-hmm. to be. I, I mean, why didn't they make her look like Lizzo? Why? You know, Lizzo's supposed to be, yeah. you know, the... There you the, go, the yeah. Right. She's supposed to be the model of what of what people are supposed to look like nowadays. I mean, right, I, I would, right. you know, I mean, what, why not? I mean, why they, what's up, Tom? They didn't have enough robot material to make it. <laughs> That's right. It's more expensive for a Lizzo model. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. All right. Tom, what's up? What are your thoughts on the new, the new, C- our, our new overlord? They're already making them our bosses. Good Lord. Anyway, what's up? What are you thinking? Well, this is fake news. Everybody already knows that the first AI robot CEO is Mark Zuckerberg. Okay. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> I think kind of like in the French Revolution, you had Robespierre, and Robespierre was like the most vehement guillotine uh, advocate. Like everybody had to get the guillotine. You know, he was very much bloodthirsty. And then uh, he was the last one to get guillotine. So these CEOs and all these tech people that are talking about replacing workers and outsourcing and you know they see themselves as some sort of like gordon gecko wall street fame you know uh real mover and shaker master of the universe and then they replace themselves with their own stupidity because they don't have humanity and i think that's uh that's pretty funny i like i'd like to see all the ceos i think they would the robots would be better you know yeah. uh, they probably have a little bit. How could they care? How could they care less for the employees than the than the human CEOs do? I mean, I mean the robot might actually have been fail safe, not a psychopath. I don't know. Maybe you can program. Good. <laughs> that's, a, that's a hell of a take, right? It, it may actually be better, right? If if you program it properly, right, it, it may actually care for for one second. You know, some of these CEOs don't give a damn, right? They brought me in to make change, and that means. All of you have to get fired, right? And even though you're making fifty thousand dollars a year, and I'm making three hundred thousand, you have to get fired. How about you take a pay cut, bro? How about that? Uh, if, you, if you really want to want to change things, Chris Gray, what's up, sir? Yeah, how long till uh, Mika starts uh, hunting down Sarah Connor? <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Creep, yeah, creepy man. as hell. Creepy it is. Hell. It is. It, it's pretty creepy, but that's that's the future. And the thing is, they're gonna look even better. Right. Mika yeah. still looks like a robot in a few years. They're not going to look like robots anymore. Yeah. Going back to our first story, what's real and what's not. Right. right? Re- literally, that, that that's that's what we're looking at. Anyway, are we missing anything, ladies and gents? It's one. Uh, Tony, you wanted to talk about about Veterans Day a bit. I know we did that, but um, but uh, I don't know if you have anything else to add. Well, just adding that there's history that you can go look at my show I did yesterday here on this channel on America yeah. Unplugged and uh, Artiburn Radio Transmission. But just a little stream of consciousness yesterday on the history of Veterans Day. You know, it's the 11th day, the 11th month, 11th hour, 1918, Armistice Day. And it was supposed to be Armistice Day. Uh, and also it was supposed to be the war to end all wars. You know, these uh, progressive lefties like uh, Woodrow Wilson and, the, you know, these Trotskyite revolutionary types 
that want to democratize mankind. They always go back to World War One and uh, that we should have had a League of Nations. All this stuff really just got lost that Armistice Day was supposed to remind us of the horrors of the trench warfare, of a world at war, of the terrible weaponry of the modern age and all of that. And it just got lost. And now it's Veterans Day, which, you know, yesterday was the Marine Corps birthday. So happy birthday, Marines. But we are, I think we've lost sight in this country of what these these type of commemorations were. And, you know, it's great that I think in this generation, people thank veterans and that's that's great. Um, but you, if you really want to thank a veteran, if you really care about the troops or whatever your, you know, the, the line is these days, then be anti-war. Yeah. Be skeptical of foreign. Mm-hmm. Don't change your profile picture so fast on social media when something erupts overseas. Think about it because these things are meant, you know, I, I, I was talking yesterday on my show is a great quote from Ben Franklin. And, and I was reminded by uh, my friend, uh, Mr. Anderson, about this. It's like war is when the government tells you who the enemy is and revolution is when you figure it out. Damn. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Let's let's start a revolution. I, I, I'd rather that. Right. I think we are right. A peaceful one. of course, uh, And uh, and uh, forge forward to to a brighter and better future. That's fantastic. Tone. I love that, man. Um, or, or big tone, some cookies. He likes chocolate chip. <laughs> Macadamia nuts. <laughs> Bake them some cookies. All right, let's get up out of here, man. Um, freeworld.fm. Make sure you guys get over there next week. Hopefully, we'll be broadcasting there and uh, we'll do two hours, second hour over on freeworld.fm. And uh, we expect all of you to come over. We don't expect much from you, but we expect you to come over to freeworld.fm <laughs> while we do the second hour. Um, so please do that. Um, infinitefringe.podbeam.com. America Unplugged right here on uh, AmericaUnplugged.com, Rockfin, Apple Podcast, on Don's YouTube channel, even though we have to take them down over there. Thank you to everyone that's over there week to week to week. We appreciate you. Uh, we're going to shout out the chat before we get out of here, but I want to go around the horn and let everybody plug their stuff. What's up, Don? How you doing? Great. Uh, and the, the Donald Jeffrey Show will be premiering uh, this Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. On free uh, FM and uh, free world FM, and uh, I hopefully I will have I'll have a link to put out there for you guys. So if you follow me on social media, and it, it gets up through the so, the the, uh, the shadow ban, right. uh, hopefully I'd be uh, able to and we maybe figure out how to live stream that on YouTube as well. And uh, please, if you don't already follow me at Substack, Donald Jeffries at Substack.com called I Protest, just like the show. It's the only place I'm not shadow banned. And please try anything you can do to support. Masking the Truth, still the most shadow banned book in the world. Absolutely. That's that's 8 p.m., right, Don, on Wednesday? Yes. 8 p.m. on Wednesday, freeworld.fm, the Don Jeffries Show, followed by Chris Graves, if we get that up and running. Chris Powerful Graves lineup. Is going on right after that. <laughs> Wednesday, Wednesday stack, man. We, we got uh, Charlie Robinson. <clears throat> it's Don Jeffries, Tony, Charlie Robinson, uh, NY Patriot. I think then there's a gap, and then it's, then it's oh, no, no, Guard is on with a Liberty Conspiracy. And then wow. it's Don and and uh, and uh, and Chris. After that, Chris Graves, what's up, buddy? Hey, how are you? Um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Cranium Blender, folks. That's uh, my mm-hmm. little MTV style pop Don't culture thing. Care. That's on uh, Wednesdays uh, right. at 10 p.m. <laughs> if I can get the laptop to cooperate. And uh, yeah, digging Chris Graves the live version, which last night I, it broke my heart that we. Just, it wasn't meshing, but you know we'll get there and uh, get mad. Replays will be on uh, on Mondays. At, I believe it's 10 p.m. to 11. And uh, check out my good friend Franco, uh, Angry Tiger, uh, tonight right. uh, on yeah. Free World at 8 p.m. Tiger Tales, where he talks off the cuff, not the usual things he talks about. And uh, Mr. Jason Barker in the foxhole hopefully will follow suit coming up soon too. Yeah, we gotta get everybody everybody signed up. I, I hit up Jason last week, man. We gotta get him up up and running. Uh Tony Arterburn, the wisest of all the wolves. What's up, buddy? Well, first of all, my website is arterburn.news, and uh I have a, a show called the Arterburn Radio Transmission and a podcast called Paratruther, of which uh Chris Graves is a part of and Mr. Anderson. Um I ask people to go follow the shows and uh, of course uh, right here on America Unplugged uh for on rockfin.com freeworld.fm uh 
absolute honor to be a part of it. And I'm out here in Las Vegas, actually incorporated the, uh, the parent company for it. So we got free world media. So this is a real thing, folks. Like we're, we're creating a, um, a, this is a redundancy, absolutely wonderful free speech platforms like Rockfin, but we're creating our own as well. And, um, we asked, uh, for you to support it just even by signing up and, uh, telling your friends and family about it. We'll have an app pretty soon. And I've got, uh, going to devote some of my people and my, my crew and Branson um, to to keep it up and running and make sure that the site is maintained. So we're going to put some effort into it. And we just we look forward to everybody tuning in and taking part in the chat. Yeah. And don't, don't forget, uh, the sponsor of the program is Wolfpack.gold, uh, monthly memberships for precious metals. We got a lot of great stuff coming out. There's a lot of diversity in the uh, in the uh the inventory really cool coins and and bars and things that are they're going to go out especially for the holidays so go check that out it directly supports the program uh it's uh wolfpack.gold yeah, fantastic man um uh doing uh, trying trying to do our thing over there thank you tone for everything you do we appreciate you man um i think that's it i think that's all we got let's get at the chat uh don who do we have on youtube well, we got a lot of some some new names too. Man deer right now, Ooh, man. Right man now, deer. man. Right yeah. now, man. We got uh knee Nemo 289. Oh, what's up, Nemo? Uh we got GBGN1, uh John Brisson, your friend. Oh uh, <clears throat> Peter C. Kosh, a, a buddy along with Chris Graves, a, a great Hall of Fame researcher, helps me out so much. Karen <laughs> Carpenter, love to see you here. Frankly, my dear, that's uh George Ann Brown. Uh, John Bassiglone, yeah, we got a lot of people here. Uh, Jody Taylor, good to see your cat Goya, of course. Uh, Rotting Jewels, it's some no names, new no names here. Nika, that's Dana, Dana, the researcher, she's great. Oh, N Nika is Dana, no, uh, Rotting Jewels. Oh, Rotting Jewels, oh, good to see yeah, you. Here, Dana. I gotta have Dana on my show too. I, I, I have to get her on there. I will. Nika Harps from all the way from Australia, Felix Caraballo, the dude. Uh, yeah, lots and lots of people. See, I think it's uh. Pat the Plumber, Liz the Iron Maiden, again Ooh, from across the indeed. ocean. What's going on? So lots of great people. Good to see everybody here. Wonderful. wonderful Liz comments. the Iron Maiden shouts to you. Love you. Thank you for yeah. tuning in, Mr. John Britham. We've read the documents on FreeWorld.fm. A beast of a man. What's going on with you, man, dear? My favorite Chimera. How are you, sir? <laughs> what's going on? Uh, whomever else is there that I missed? What's going on, Nemo? What's up, Nemo? Thank you, thank you for coming over. I appreciate you, man. Good to see you. Uh, in uh, on Rockfin, and I am inevitably going to miss people, so let me apologize ahead of time. But Mr. Gar Goldsmith, can you believe it, Mitchell? Mr. Gar Goldsmith, what's up, sir? How are you? Good to see you. Mr. Jason Barker is there as well. Uh, Yucca, how you doing, Yucca? Appreciate you, Karen Carpenter, doing her thing in the chat. What's up? Mm -hmm. Free Mind is there. What's going on, Free Mind? The Syrian girl is there. Uh, you already said, Jason Barker. Uh, Steve Swan is there. Let me see. I think I saw Colin Wysong earlier today. There's so many other people that I'm going to miss. Hold on. I'm trying. Bear with me, guys. I want to get as many people as possible. Uh, Yona. I don't think I said Yona. What's up, Yona? How you doing? Uh, and Chris is in the chat. How are you? What's going on? Um, what else? Uh, Christopher Mincy, who I mentioned before. Good to see you. Uh, who else? Uh, hemp car is here. What's up, hemp car? How you doing? Um, that's it, I think. Let me see what else. I got Jason. Yeah, then it's repeating, and I can't get the people on top because I can't see you. But uh, anybody who tuned in today, I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much for being here, everybody that that's uh watching live, and everybody that's listening on the podcast <laughs> after the fact. And I got to mention the podcast. There are literally thousands of you listening on the podcast. We ask two things of you for your ear holes and for a review. That's it. That's it. Leave us a five-star review over there so we can get more visibility over there. Just based on word of mouth, we're averaging in the thousands over there. If we get people to give us a review, it'll it'll shoot up more. We 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 would like that, you know, if you so choose, please. All right. My name is Billy Ray Valentine. We are getting up out of here. Uh, I will see you next week. Prime time with Billy Ray Valentine on Sunday. We're doing it. Um, also, there's a couple of other people coming on uh, from AM Wake Up. So I don't know about the times yet. 
for now, it's seven o'clock for prime time, but it may change moving forward uh, just to accommodate other people that want to go live on on Free World. And uh, that's going to be dope. So uh, please, please stay tuned. We love all you guys. No music today. No outro. We didn't do it in the beginning. We're not doing it at the end. More because I, I didn't get to hook up my phone to the to the to the to the board, you know, to be fully transparent with you. Uh, but but Don is going to. Oh, no, 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 not Don. Chris Graves is going to sing us out. He sung us in today. <laughs> give them something. Give them something dope. Give give them some Alice in Chains. Sing, oh. sing, sing Nutshell for them or something. Just pick an Alice in Chains song of your choice and we'll and we'll ride out into the sunset. This is a treat. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, real treat. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. uh, can we do the Carpenters instead? Because I don't want to insult the memory of the late Lane Staley. And, and, <laughs> and so, so you're fine with insulting the Carpenters. Just not <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I didn't mean that. <laughs> We've only just Fantastic. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Take it easy now. Don't burn the place down while we're done. <laughs> Bye-bye. Boom.